Everybody in the place hit the fucking deck. But stay on your motherfucking toes. We running this, let's go. This week, the best gas gets its motherfucking bottle. She should show the hate. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. Episode twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. God. Yeah. What that are we was, doing? I don't, I don't know. know. How do we do this many? Making a podcast. It's here. crazy. Yeah. Um. So this week, uh, we decided we didn't really have something planned per se, but we did have a plan, and that was to um complete the trilogy of Ices, because uh we did uh Torque with Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. We did Cool as Ice with Vanilla, Vanilla Ice. ice. Mm-hmm. And there's one Ice who fancies himself an actor left, and that's, of course, Mr. T. Not Mr. T, but Mr. Ice T. <laughs> ice T. Yeah. A little confusing there. We call him Mr. T. Yeah, we do. <laughs> He's <laughs> he the real mad. Mr. T in our heart. So we just um, went through looking through his uh, resume and found a little movie <laughs> called <laughs> Final Voyage uh, starring <laughs> Mr. Ice T. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Walsh, Walsh from uh, most probably most known from uh, Nip Tuck, mm-hmm. um, the not Doctor Doom Doctor, yes, the, the other, other one, um, and uh, Erica Elaniac. Elaniac, yeah, from that's Bay, her from Baywatch. <laughs> you mean Erica Elaniac? Rack. Yeah, hi <laughs> so Sing. This was uh, available on Netflix streaming, yeah. which and is it... because I, I we had another movie planned to do, and Netflix skipped a movie in my. Queue for physical discs and that's brought, frustrating. Brought us something else, so it was like a surprise. Except it was like socks at Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. so you Thanks. open up the box, you're like, man, it's gonna be something awesome. Well, what really sucks was... is like I got a movie that I want to do someday on the Bamcast, mm-hmm. so I don't know what I'm gonna do. Maybe copy it or something. I don't know. <gasps> yeah, that's right. I said it, but um, yeah, it's because yeah. it's here and we don't want to watch but it. Just Final yet. Voyage barely beat out Air Rage. Air Rage. Air Rage. Rage. Uh, both by the same uh, company, mm-hmm. uh, Phoenician, Phoenician Entertainment, Phoenician Entertainment so. and both right. Pan and Scan, unfortunately. Yeah, they were. But what are you going to do? Now, what can you do huh? with shitty movies like yeah, this? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not like we're going to go out and you know buy a DVD copy just to <laughs> exactly. watch it on widescreen. Yeah, you got to get the laser disc to get the uh, yeah, an artisan the, DVD. <laughs> the full yes. widescreen version. You know it's quality when it's artisan. So Duh. I mean. I guess we can get a synopsis out of the way, just because that's what we usually do. But um, Go you for should it. Uh, plot. Why don't a you read for it? A synopsis. Why don't I? Why don't you read it this that, time? That is a really weird idea. All right. So, a madman named Joseph and his gang of modern-day pirates target a luxury cruise ship full of wealthy passengers. A security guard called Aaron Carpenter manages to remain undetected by the hijackers and makes a courageous rescue attempt. However, his task complicates when he, an explosion harms the ship's hull. With ice-cold water outside, Carpenter has to stop the pirates and save the passengers before it's too late. Ice-cold. Ice-cold. Which why? In the okay, South Pacific. Off, because I like to I like to dissect the, the plot synopsis first before we really dive into yeah. the movie. <laughs> why, yeah, why is the water ice-cold when they clearly say that they, tea. they've left L.A., I, I would assume. And they and, say and they're that they're Honolulu. just past, or yeah. Yeah, they're like, well, they say they're 1,500 miles away from Honolulu, but they've gone... 300 nautical miles yeah. from land of some sort somewhere? Yeah, because it's iced tea. They're okay. not good with math on that boat. Never mind. Let's not even start with uh, anachronisms in this movie. Because... <laughs> iced tea is supposed to be ice cold. Yeah. Get that shit straight. Right. Yeah. So the law and order <laughs> up in here. I don't know what is with this movie, first off. Uh-huh. It's, it's rated R, or so Wrong. they say. They claim it was rated R, but... It was like a TV movie. There yeah. was no violence. There was no swearing. There was no nudity. We yeah. say motherfucker like a thousand times more than, than this movie, and we don't and say motherfucker Ice a whole Ice-T never he said, swears he, once. He said damn it or ass or something. He said something that was totally like I think it was damn middle it, yeah. of the day TV safe, and that's it. And they cut away from every single bit of violence. I mean, other than explosions, which yeah, you know, and even nobody if, gets hurt in. Even if someone gets shot, they barely the show head. any blood on yeah. them. Yep, or any red splotch. There, there was like a a splotch of blood on the wall behind somebody mm-hmm. that was like in a brain sort of pattern. But that was the one time, <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah. 
Yeah, it, it was weird. It was like a TV. That was already there when they started filming. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> Nobody bothered to clean up the walls. Yeah, like, this, oh, this was like some sort of TV edit of, a, of, a, of an action movie, and I don't understand it. I mean... Yeah, it was... It made you wonder who it was for. Like, who... Because they promise all this violence and all this other, you know, and there is a lot of violence implied, but it's not even implied well. No. It's like the way they edit, it just, it seems almost like they shot it with a whole bunch of violence in it. And then somebody said, um, take all that out. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no more violence than like your average episode of like Money Morphin Power Rangers. Honestly, 24 is like 20 oh, times yeah. more violent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least. Because I mean, like, I mean, they didn't even show somebody like getting in, hit in the face, like a, taking a punch. They cut away yeah. from that. It was really yeah, bizarre. Maybe they didn't, maybe they just didn't have the budget for the violence. I mean, I know violence isn't they expensive. They blew a bunch of shit up, though. Yeah. Yeah, gunpowder's cheap, but, you know, somebody willing <laughs> yeah. to take the butt of a well, pistol is not. There was about, there was about 15 stunt people listed in the credits. Yeah, but. They were cheap stunt people. Really, what you get the we feeling. We don't get hit. You get the feeling when you're watching this movie that there was somebody, some exec who was like, you know what made a lot of money? Titanic. You know what else made a lot of money? Die Hard. And Under Siege. You know what else made a lot of money? Under Siege. Who was in Under Siege? Erica Alaniac. Print it. Get her on the phone. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, I mean... She's it's, got expertise. Yeah. It, it's... <laughs> She's got expertise. Yeah. <laughs> Expert <laughs> Nice. Nice. Yeah. But this... So the, if... the, the worst part to me about this entire movie is that none of it feels like it's really on a boat. When they have no. scenes, like no. every scene just Huge feels rooms. like it's on a soundstage. Huge rooms, which they're, yeah. generally speaking, even on a quote-unquote luxury liner, there's... Yeah, like when they spaces. went in the boiler room, I'm just like, wow, when who who opened a foundry in the bottom <laughs> of this boat? It was ginormous. It's, yeah, it's mm-hmm. and they're like get lost in it. It's like a huge maze, and it's just uh, it's like they were on a cargo ship, but they were really on a a second rate, you know, mega yacht. It it was really pretty. Yeah, that was even in like cruise ship standards was pretty pitiful. Yeah, yeah, that was a terrible boat. Yeah. It well, just it looked like shit. It was. Well, part of the part of the plot was it was supposed to actually be in in really bad shape. They just kind of painted over some shit and was like, "Hey, yeah, it's been refurbished." Yeah, refurbished. Yeah, they they did mention that that the guy skimped a lot and yeah. a lot of things. So, um, so if if you're out there in in podcast listener land, if you've seen this movie and it contained a lot more blatant violence and cursing, please let us know. Yeah, because so that our hearts can yeah, rest. Maybe in. we saw like the German no violence version or something. It was, yeah, I don't it was know. Bizarre. You would not be showing violence in this movie. Well, I mean, because like it's it's on Netflix. It's one of the stars play movies, and for all we know, they they pulled it from some sort of uh, TV edit because it's stars. It's, seriously, it's like yeah. the most tame PG kind of movie. Not at all rated R at all. So. I don't know. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, they were literally talking like Leave it to Beaver at one point in time. Yeah. yeah. Like, golly, you wonder where he went. Gee. I mean, it could have gotten like a maybe a PG-13 for, for that shot in the beginning with the the transvestite with her her titties all hanging out. Oh, yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Which weren't all that exciting. No. no she, she was, was, she was pretty scary looking. <laughs> yeah, she was like one of those uh, women on the Price is Right, like in the later years that, when they didn't want to fire him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like after her 14th facelift, you know? Yeah. She's pretty anus. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it was, yeah, that's, that's, that's the most disconcerting yeah. thing about this movie. Cause I mean, I think otherwise this would be kind of fun. It would have been a fun movie if there was some real violence in it. Yeah. But I mean, cause I mean, Ice-T, he snarls, he, he's, oh, yeah. it's weird. It's like, he's waxing poetic at the beginning. I mean, he's like fancies himself like this philosopher mm-hmm. terrorist guy and, Uses big words. Eventually, it just evolves to take care of it. Yeah, yeah. Something's wrong. Do take it. care. This of is going it. down. Yeah, what's wrong with you? That's why I love rappers turn actors because they punctuate every sentence like with uh, you know a little inflection at the end. Yeah. So whenever you're talking, you just gotta like drop something at the end so or in people the case know what yeah. you're saying. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they're always on the radio and it always gives the click. Yeah, every single time. They're like, we're gonna go do this. <laughs> And then, uh, okay, we'll get take care of that, Roger. And we'll do this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We should do the BAMF cast like that. Take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we had some fun with that. And then the, the score, um, which... That was the best part of this movie. Let's just say it borrowed from some movies 
pretty heavily. Notably, um, all movies. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Yeah, we I seem mean, to have a running theme of our our movies are totally ripping off. Uh, or at least the scores of the movies are totally ripping off much better movies. Yeah, because I mean, there was at several points where literally never heard the score before, and we're basically humming and singing along mm-hmm. with it because you know where it's going, and it sounds strangely a lot like Jurassic Park or Die Hard or mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. And yep. Oh, here comes the hero music. Yeah. Uh oh, a bad guy's boom 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 Yeah. I I like the stingers that they used. Oh, that was the which ones? I mean like like all like all of them. When it was, you know, when they were getting ready to to really when they're all pulling out the guns from the crate that they just have sitting in a hallway. And the music swells. In a huge, yeah. hard, huge hallway. I like that. My favorites were the cutaway to the ship when you get to know how far you'd gone. And and most of the time the music really blared there because mm-hmm. it would cut cut to the, uh, you know, the stock footage of the ship going across the ocean. Mm-hmm. 160 nautical miles. <laughs> 300 nautical miles. They couldn't even, like, tap it out on the screen, you know, like they do in any other... And it was just like, it was like in Times New Roman font. It's like, what font's in the computer here? Smack that on. Tapped it out in Word. Yeah, if you're going to steal, I mean, steal, like, directly from Top Gun. Just go ahead. Yeah. USS Forrestal, 160 nautical miles away. Yeah, there was a lot wrong with this movie. Yeah, I just, I really expected more, considering the director was the guy who made Chopping Mall and 976 Evil 2, Ghoulies 4. One of my personal favorites, Big Bad Mama 2. Big Bad Mama 2. Amazing, amazing bad movie. So much better than this. No, you're not. You need to see this. That sounds... It's awesome. I'll take your word. Well, it's one of those things where, like, I think the first one came out about 15 years before. It was like a 70s exploitation movie and, mm-hmm. and he was like this needs a sequel <laughs> obviously yeah he's i mean that's the yeah. thing it's like we had between this and and as we said air rage to choose from and it was tough because i mean both of the guys had equally equally horrible resumes mm-hmm. and we were like <laughs> yeah so the deciding factor was going to be which one's in widescreen uh neither, but it ended up neither, neither of them was were available in widescreen. in widescreen so we went with once again on the BAMCast, the shortest movie we had to choose from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and it worked out, too, because we wanted to see, since it was the guy who made Chopping Mall, but it was right. also somebody we recognized else in it. Yeah, right. that's true. In Erica Alini rack. Yeah. Clocking in at 90 minutes. <clears throat> pretty impressive. Yeah. It looks like he's pretty much gone on to making some of the uh, the, the knockoff movies. The guy, um, we might as well say it's uh, Jim Wynorski. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll go with. Uh, I think he has one called the Da Vinci Coed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what. I, that's <laughs> Is where that I was a going porn? With it. it might be. Well, he also did. He the, also had Bear Wench Project and, and the Witches of Breastwick. <laughs> yeah, that's. I love that. That's like twenty years after that. The yeah. Witches of Eastwick came. It's okay. Out. <laughs> the Breastford Wives. <laughs> yeah. House on Hooter Hill. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, actually, like the no, collection. No, no. He, that not only pre- is that he's did the Bear Winch Project, the Bear Winch Project Two, uh, Scared Topless, uh, Project Three, Nymphs of Mystery Mountain, and then uh, what else he did? Okay, censored. Yeah, he's done like four or five of them. The final chapter. This, this makes a lot more sense with all the women in this movie mm-hmm. because they're all rather large chested. Yes, you know, there's Erica Eleniak, of course. There's her assistant. In the very yeah, beginning, when like five minutes, yeah, when Dylan Walsh gets introduced to Erica Eleniak, who he's, he's supposed to be rat. bodyguarding, I guess. Yeah. She's a and instead of just like locking her in a room somewhere and being like, "Don't come out for anything unless you hear my voice," he's like drags her all over the boat, shooting people, yep. getting shot at, sure, with his gun with unlimited bullets until the very yep. end. Yeah, until the very end, of course, when he faces off with Ice T. Where they both fire about, you know, 300, 400 rounds at each other across the table. And neither one hits anything before one finally runs out. But. It only runs out when the plot. Yeah. I can't believe that it's he, like, he died on the first, like, takeout. I mean, that was that was awful. Yeah. I mean, normally, come on, the bad guy's supposed to come back for more. And all mm-hmm. he did was he took a knife. And, and of course, we didn't see exactly where it yeah. hit him. I mean, it might have gone right between the eyes if, you know, That's if what we're seen the for. real cut of this movie or whatever. Yeah, because it's really the thing about this movie is it has all the stuff that you're looking for. There's 
gratuitous random explosions. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, there's chicks running around looking hot. There's just, you know, a bad guy who likes to, you know, act all cool and think he's cool and supposed to have good one-liners. But it's like none of it works. No. You know, that's the problem is none of it ever comes together. You know, and they've got Dr. Girlfriend is his, is Ice-T's assistant and (laughs) Dr. Girlfriend. Max. Yeah. Name Max. Claudia Christian. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sister Christian, now you're done. And I'm sure they cast her just for her voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It worked. Her, to me, her character kind of worked, but, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, hers was the only character that seemed vaguely somewhat cool. Yeah, she was fun. Because she seemed more detached from the situation than anyone else there. Wearing all leather, big hooters, surprise. Mm -hmm. I mean, as this guy's filmography shows, Mm -hmm. you know. And I did like that they had um, Jasper, the the guy in the, uh, I guess he worked in the bowels of the ship. He's one of the engine room guys. He's Scotty. Who was also like one of the city workers in the original Die Hard. Right. Yeah, he was the the guy that... um, said you couldn't turn off all the power mm-hmm. well sure you can if you turn off all the power yeah so they you know they they were probably like get somebody that was in die hard yeah <laughs> get anybody that was in die hard under siege we got somebody who's in die hard uh let's see what do we need we need a rapper uh, <laughs> we need four or five chicks with big hooters do it and some guy that's going to be in a plastic surgery show from like 10 years from now yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> get him, get him, gonna be the idea. stepfather in the yeah. um I, I I see. I started to enjoy it when there was just completely random explosions towards the end. Mm-hmm. That was fun because I mean, they what what really what set that off? I mean, I know they they well. First off, they didn't know how the hell C four worked. Like first time they light it with a fuse. Yeah, literally. They like they light a match. Yes, the first <laughs> like time the it's fuse literally light just the a C4. fuse. At least then afterwards they had like a, some sort of triggering mechanism, a detonator. But mm-hmm. it it still kind of fused. I mean, it was like it kind of went. Sp- <laughs> Yeah. You put the sparks around but I liked the door. It, it was the same size block throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And that, like one time it just barely takes a door off the hinges. <laughs> yeah. The next time it takes out a computer. The next time it just blows a big fucking hole in the side of the ship. Mm. Yes. It's like, but it's all the same little squares, like margarine butter size squares of, of C4. Yeah. I don't know what they're, mm. they, they didn't consult with anybody. They're no, just like, no. C4, that's what, what blows stuff up. They probably just were. <laughs> I've heard of that. Yes. But yeah, I mean, so. Was it the final C4? Is that what trig- started triggering all the explosions, I, I guess? I think so, because that's what upset the ship, and then the, the canister that fell down and exploded, right. Yeah, there was some mm-hmm. sort like of, canisters do. Yeah, some sort of, like, a, I don't know, acetylene welding torch canister or something. It was know. a red red propane tank or something. I don't know of anything <laughs> that they know. store in canisters <laughs> and leave loose in in the cargo holds of ships. Yeah. You mean like the, the, fall down you mean the foundry? Holders, that's about it. The foundry of the ship? Well, that was in the... Um, <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess it was near the foundry, but it was in the in the cargo in the baggage area. Oh, I like that they found the leak in the beginning and Which did nothing went, about it. That went, nothing. And, yeah, and it was like, no, no, it that, doesn't that matter. Nowhere. Yeah. We're going to tell the captain. Um, no, doctor, no, girlfriend's going to shoot you someday. <laughs> yeah, in the dark, so you can't see where the bullets hit or anything. Right, right. But then, I mean, I I had to laugh because it was like you know they had all these sets for the thing built, and then shit just starts randomly blowing up after the initial explosion. I mean, like. Five ten minutes has gone by, and then shit starts just randomly blowing up. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, it's, uh, I don't know. We could strike the sets, or we got some of that leftover explosive shit. Oh, oh hell, just blow the sets up. <laughs> <laughs> That's easier. It's easier to clean up rubble than it is the whole damn thing." Yeah, maybe the uh, the demolitions guy was just you know, yeah, as we well, always say, like the guy from Tropic Thunder. Yes, <laughs> come yeah. on, let me blow something up. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I love by the end of the movie, like everyone has panicked, like all you know, everyone is held hostage for most of the movie, and then they're finally, you know, the bad guys just leave. And they're all just like Ice T comes and he's like, we need to go. And so the guy, the two guys with machine guns, just are like, all right. And they follow him out, and then everyone just kind of stays sitting in the ballroom, going, uh, should we leave? Uh, I hear a lot of explosions and bullets and stuff, but maybe we should just stay put. They wait until uh, until Gloria, yeah, G L O R A, comes back and tells them that uh, the ship is sinking as if they couldn't guess that by the explosions and the rocking back and forth mm-hmm. and, you know, what with the tipping and all that. And the bad guy going, we have to get out of here now. Right. Yeah. That didn't give it away for them. And uh, and then they panic, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And then they're all running along the deck. And, you know, it's one of those scenes where you just watch it and suddenly you 
you think about how movies are made because, you know, they've got a bunch of people in tuxedos and all of a sudden there's some girl in like jeans and a t-shirt yeah, running right along with them. And it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, how'd you end up at the big, you know, exclusive ball where, you know, the black tie dinner, how did you get in on the jeans? And then you realize that she was probably just hanging out around the set. And when they had like, you know, 30 people in suits running, they said, it doesn't really look like that many people, does it? And I said, no, <laughs> who's around the grip? They're just like, Get in there. The gaffer, they're like, get in there, get, go. Fuck the union, get on screen. Yeah. So suddenly they've got... 35 Then they've people. got 35, 40 people running. It looks like a lot more than just their... Right. Well, I've, uh, there's like little tiny touches in this movie that I actually kind of love. Like the fact that, you know, if you know anything about movies, there are the B-list characters that don't say anything because you have to pay somebody mm-hmm. a lot more if they talk. Yep. But they actually make a point of saying, oh, he's a mute. So this <laughs> one, one guy, guy that's this one guy's been in the entire movie just in the background with a gun, hooking up the explosives, doing something, and he Running. never says anything. Yeah. He just shakes his head or runs or mm-hmm. you know follows their orders, and he, he just looks right at the camera several times, and, oh, he won't say anything. He's mute. <laughs> yeah, well, at that point, they're just pretty much running out of henchmen. Sure. <laughs> so yeah. they're like, we, shit, we got to use that guy, don't well, we? All right, so I think my funniest, if we're going to talk about flaws in the movie, I think my my favorite is that in the very beginning, before, uh, like, basically, uh, Ice-T and Dr. Girlfriend are, like, the only two people that start on the ship at the very beginning, right? Mm-hmm. And then you see this plane coming up, and, and all the other guys are in the back. They're getting ready to skydive out to get on the ship. So Ice-T and Dr. Girlfriend come running up, and they've got rope ladders in their hands. Mm-hmm. Like, bundled under yeah, their arms. Bundled arm. under their arms. And they throw them over the side. And they, throw, they throw about 10, 10 feet, feet yeah. of, of rope ladder over the side. Two bundles. Two, two bundles. Mm-hmm. Two 10-foot yeah. rope easily ladders. Easily carried bundles. And then the guys skydive out of a plane, which was flying at about, I don't know, 1,000 feet. And Maybe. the next thing you know, you see it's, it's at about 10,000 feet. And mm-hmm. They're jumping from way the They were jumping and, above the clouds. Yeah, above the cloud line. <laughs> <laughs> so that that all aside. But then they get in the water and they're climbing up these rope ladders. And you see that they go all the way, the entire length of the ship down, which is... Let's say at least, let's say even though it's a small ship, let's say it's eight stories. So we're talking 80 mm-hmm. feet or so. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like, like a dozen of them hanging yeah, off the side. There's like one for every guy that jumped out of the plane pretty much. Yep. And then there's the one random guy that falls off for almost ah. no reason. That was that was pretty funny. I can't, I never learned how to climb a ladder. Yeah. That was an unnecessarily long scene too. That's one of them yes. where like, we've got to get this to 90 minutes. What can we do? Well, there's that. Well, we got more footage of those guys climbing the ladders. Do it. Yeah. And in the airplane and the whole day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then there was that one shot of all the shots of when they're showing you how far the ships traveled that just went on for about a minute. Like, yeah. it's just kind of showing the <laughs> ship. And yes, we've gone it's 160 like, nautical miles. Like, we paid oh, for this helicopter okay. to pan over okay. the ship. <laughs> okay. Pan, okay, you that. motherfucker, yeah. pan. <laughs> yeah. It's, God, it's so close to being something good. and That's got huge potential, but... Mm-hmm. I must, I'm a sucker for a good, you know, hostage diehard ripoff movie, yeah. but I mean, I, yeah. even, I even... It turns into a disaster movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love me the speeds and the under mm-hmm. siege and all those mm-hmm. kinds of things. I Speed too. Well, and even mm-hmm. the even the romance <laughs> thing that they kind of do, like, you're not sure if he's supposed to be hooking up with the reporter chick that's on, yeah. the, on the ship or if he's supposed to be hooking up with Erica and I think that's what got cut. Was yeah. the romance because there was no there was no chemistry between no, him and none. anybody. But, but but I mean they did that thing where it was like she comes out of the open and it's like I was looking for you I was looking for you and they're like having a moment yeah. and then they get on they then jump they get off on the, and they the and boat he and he's starts, like oh there's Erica Lanyak yeah. hey. like oh man she's got some big old ditties yeah ta da yeah that was mm-hmm. so weird and he's sitting over there with uh what's his face and mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of weird. Uh, uh. Yep. Yeah. It, moment. Jasper. Jasper. Yeah. It's just one of those movies where nothing ends up working. Right. You know, yep. It's just sad. Where all the pieces are there, they just can't put that puzzle together. That yep. one explosion was really good, though, where the ship no. flies straight up to the ceiling. Yes. And yes. Bounces. They off. like set it off underneath a couch yes. or something. We're a that... big fan of the the upward explosion. <laughs> yes. If you haven't noticed, uh, we love that Cobra. <laughs> yes, like Cobra in the shopping cart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there were some good explosions at the end, but that's about the only good in this movie. Yeah, no. Yeah. I gotta say, like, I can only muster like one jock for this. Yeah. I have to say it. That's but... pretty much where I was at. I was, yeah. I, I, I was trying to think of things to give it a two yeah. for. I was, but... yeah, I was hoping you guys would convince me something, but there I... really there was. Yeah, there give me some nothing. violence. Give me some some tadas. Give me something. I mean, but honestly, if this had had they violence with all of it, yes, if if. This is one of those movies where if it had been violent, mm-hmm. it probably would have at least gotten another jock, maybe even two. Yeah. 
I think it, you know, if like it just is, for violence alone, if if it had done that, yeah, this if is the kind of movie, like you said. I hope someone tells us that there's another version. Maybe this is worth yeah. a, a relook on on DVD just to skip through to see the fun violent parts, just right. to see what actually happened. If yeah. they had come through on the uh, on the violence and the, you know, because they 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 teased with the tadas the whole movie, hopefully, yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, and none of it panned out. So yeah. I mean, it's I not like I'm you're the... talking about people who are afraid of showing exactly, <laughs> yeah. you know. Erica Eleniak's dress just keeps getting shorter and yeah. shorter as the movie goes on. And wet. And it even gets, <laughs> yep. she gets soaking fucking wet. Yeah. And. Mm. Yeah, well. Mm. Seen them, done that, whatever. Yeah. Move on. I mean, yeah. <laughs> got the guy's got other movies with plenty but it, of that, it sounds like. Mm. At least they could have, you know. I know, I know. Like I said, we're, we're, we're talking about here. this movie, and this movie was lacking in all set departments. Right. Yeah. So I think I'm in the same boat as you guys. <laughs> Uh, with the one jocker. I had a sinking yeah. feeling you were going to say that. Dun, 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 dun. It was a Titanic failure, and it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're uh, yeah, then, then. yeah, that's <laughs> enough. <laughs> so, uh, to get to get this official on tape, Harlow. One jock. Mackie. One jock. Beege. One jock. <laughs> yeah. And that makes it a solid one jock. Yep. All around. Better yeah. than bad, not, but still a disappointment. Yeah, not, not recommendable. No. I mean, like I said, this is. It would be better even though with there a better are, cut. There are fun explosions. There are much better explosions. Yeah, there's yeah. there's enough dumb things to laugh at if if you're in the right mind frame. But this is not a good movie, folks. Yeah, you if you want a kind of lame, oh, good bad movie, go watch Stealth. Though there is something awesome in the first ten minutes. What's that? We didn't even talk about the hijacking. Oh, the first he, one. Yeah, that he that he stops on an airplane. Which, like, it's one of those weird things that reminds you this was filmed before 2001. Right, right. <laughs> this came out in 99. Because he basically starts a uh, a gunfight on the plane when terrorists try to take it yep. over. Shoots out the door. And people just start flying out of the plane. Well, he in shot... In the most hilariously shot stuff. Like, it looks... Oh, it was terrible. So incredibly cheap. Yeah, like, it was, like, not even a blue screen. It honestly, I would... a blue room. I'm, I'm going to tell people, you know, don't watch this movie, but... If you have Netflix, just do instant watch and watch that first ten minutes for the plane part, and then just shut it off. Yeah, just to laugh your ass off. Well, get to the assistant. Out. Get to the assistant, you know, thing with first, just to, to see who we're talking yeah. about. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you might as well once you're that point. That's the next scene. Yeah, the, the, the very next scene. The thing about him shooting the guy, and the door blows off. He shoots the guy who like falls back into the door, mm-hmm. and the door on a seven forty seven just flies the fuck just off. Flies <laughs> just to- the the whole fucking door. It doesn't open. It was like it was you made know. out of cardboard. <laughs> just... But uh, like I said, it's not even like blue screen. It is literally yeah. like they fall into a blue room. I mean, yeah. you can actually oh, kind of yeah. see that uh-huh. there's a wall there and it's not going flat. And I love the yeah. fact, too, that they're at like 30,000 feet yeah. and everyone's just sitting in their seats and there's a little wind like blowing in their hair. They're like, yeah. oh, oh, man. If you get within 10 feet of the Who door. Who turned on the air? <laughs> if you get within 10 feet of the door, it sucks you the fuck out. <laughs> no oxygen mask. No, no, yeah, none of that oxygen drops. masks yeah, don't fall. That, no. But otherwise, you're safe if you're buckled in or if you're sure. hanging on to the stairwell. But yeah, so that is that is the the one jock worth watching is that yeah. scene yeah. just just for sheer you know, unintentional comedy. Which we, I, I think at the beginning we were a little confused. We actually thought we picked the wrong movie for yeah. a second. Yeah. <laughs> we thought we were that's watching what, Air Rage. Yeah, yeah, Air Rage is a, on an airplane with... Well, Ice-T gets to be a hero in that one, apparently. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. I'm just getting up the curse count. Sure. Because uh, Since we didn't get yeah. any during the we're movie. We're on the internet, so... Yeah. 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 You may have heard of us. <laughs> <laughs> we're earning our motherfucking explicit tag, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, while we're at it, yeah. fuck you Russians and your motherfucking spam. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, fuck y'all. Yeah. Anyway, uh, now the good Russians, we, we like you guys. Yeah. Vodka and dancing the bears. spamming Russians. Yeah, you guys awesome. suck. Bears playing hockey. Sure. All, All right. right, let's break, take a break. Break time. Break. 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 And we're back. Hey, welcome back to the Bamcast. All right, so rather than go into a topic, uh, we did finally actually go see a new movie. Hey, how about that? Which won't be so new by the time this comes out, but we're going to talk about it anyway. 
Zombie Land. Zombie Land. Zombie Land. Some zombie killing. We fun had a time. big outing for the Zombie Land. Yeah. We had what? Were there sixteen people? It I know we had an entire row plus. Plus people a behind us. Yeah. We had more than a baker's dozen. Which I don't really know how we came in and kicked people out, but I, whatever. Yeah. We Maybe take Don't mind. question never it. Mind. Yeah. Mind. It's the we're Bamfcast. The, the Bamfcast. <laughs> we roll like that. I guess they knew we were on the internet. The so, Bamfcast um, boys. They might have heard of us. So, yeah, we all went and saw Zombieland on opening the night. Woody Harrelson tour de force. All right. And uh, not Michael Sarah and some other yeah. people. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, we don't want to get super spoilery on this one because it's it's new and, you know, there's zombie killing. Then mm-hmm. There's an amusement park that may or may not be kind of the zombie land type motif. Yeah. It, well, there's not there's not a whole lot well, to Well, yeah, it, it turns out movie. zombie land is, they're talking about the whole planet, basically. They're calling it zombie land because that's mm-hmm. all that's left is people running from zombies and shit. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, it's better than I thought it would be for, number, for oh, starters. Very much better. Hell of a um, fun. I don't know if I'm loving it as much as you guys. I mean, I'm not to say that I didn't like it. I just, um, there's certain things in the middle I think a lot of people really like that I didn't care for. It kind of took me out of it a little bit. It did kind of, it kind of dragged a little bit in the middle. And, yeah. you know, they used a couple gimmicks yeah. to carry it through. But right. Well, there's a pretty long section in the middle there where they just don't encounter any zombies. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong there. I'm talking about one specific thing I really don't want to be spoilery about. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah. really took me out of the equation there a little bit. I just I just didn't really agree with that. That, that, I just, got, that just felt kind of gimmicky to me, but whatever. Yeah, but I got some really good laughs out of it. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, I, I don't know. There was just, there was just some things in the middle that I middle in whatever we want to call it that I kind of threw me out of the equation. But I mean, it's still overall, I really liked it. It's just it's it's no Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, day. I liked it. It really had a bit of everything to me. Yeah. And it was, to me, just as funny as Shaun of the Dead was. Though I think there's something more resonant about it. That with Shaun of the Dead, you kind of, you really do, like, care for him and, you know, and his friends by the end of it. And there's a certain detachment that Zombieland has where, even though it's got kind of those same elements going on, you never quite, they still feel like characters in a movie. Whereas in Shaun of the Dead, Shaun and his friends really feel like real people. Yeah. And I think that's the difference between that movie and this one. Yeah. Though the jokes, I think, are on the same level, the same level of funny, at least to me. Yeah. Well, they, they, they put the characters in danger, but there's never that sense that, yeah, they might die at this point. Right. Yeah, you kind of get a feel that, mm. y- yeah, they're probably going to make it. To me. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Maybe. But I don't know. I guess I just I just identify with Edgar Wright's sense of humor somehow. Yeah. That, that just not only is a, is a great zombie comedy, if you will. Zombie. Zombie. Com- but um, Zomcom. yeah, it's just you know it's just one of I, I mean one of the funniest things he's done ever. So mm-hmm. it was good. Yeah. It was definitely good. Um, the only thing I could ask out of the movie is a little bit more of the crazy ways of killing zombies. Yeah, there's not enough of that. I don't. Yeah, think. that was what was weird. Is like most of it is in the in the Trailer. opening credits. Yeah, that's really too. like most of the violence and most of the weird crazy kills and that sort of thing is in there and then it's very much more subtle (laughs) as the movie goes on yeah i think they should have you know thrown a lot more of that i mean there's there's a couple good ones towards the end but they really could have done more with that Mm -hmm. but i mean i still had a great time watching it you know with my 16 closest friends yeah i i'm not i'm not saying i didn't like it at all i'm just you know, I don't think I'm going quite as crazy as a lot of people seem to be going for it. So mildly yeah. crazy. Well, it's here. one of those I really enjoyed it coming out of the theater, but I remember less and less. Yeah, now, I mean, whereas like a truly good movie sticks with you, and this one's kind of like it's really fun entertainment, but it's also got somewhat of a disposable factor. To yeah, it. well, that, that's a, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, like I didn't, I wasn't lucky enough to see Shaun of the Dead in the theater, but had I walked out of that, I would have gone. That's getting purchased day one. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with um, Hot Fuzz. I mean, I did see that in the theater, and it was like I'm buying this as soon as the second it comes out. Yeah, this I don't, I don't have that feeling. It was like, yeah, that was fun. It had moments. Mm-hmm. It was better than I thought it was. I mean, because I, yeah. I thought it was going to be like fun zombie killing and a fun few, few funny jokes, but I didn't expect it to be as well crafted a movie as it yeah. actually was. Yeah, that was kind of well, surprising. That's one thing I noticed with that another first time director mm-hmm. of the zombie movie. 
it's like a lot of <laughs> a lot of these first time directors cut their teeth on zombie movies and seem to do an awesome job with them because you know you got him you got Zack Snyder yeah and what was technically Edward Wright I mean yeah was I was about to say because he had done TV stuff yeah. before that right so yeah. he wasn't a noob noob yeah but it's just interesting that you've got these I think these it's big debuts like that I think it's something that you can really have a lot of fun with and and it's you know, people people typically get into zombie movies, so it's not you know it's not a real stretch to have a decent outing with a zombie movie as your first movie, as long as you you know as long as you don't really fuck it up, as long as you don't twilight it, you know. Or you make like the quick and the undead, right? Um, one of the worst. So it's yeah, possible to yeah. fuck up a first yeah. time zombie movie. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's zombie. That's zombie land. Uh, we enjoy it. Go see it if you feel the need. Yeah, I'd say catch it in a matinee to save a few bucks. Sure. Yeah, I, I mean, and, and, and be ready. It's definitely rated R. There's, there's oh, yeah. good, uh, well, fairly large amount of gore and violence. And oh, tons. Swearing and all that fun stuff. The things we like. That's what we and like. The things that we're missing out of Final Voyage. Yeah. <laughs> so. Aren't um, there some zombie breasts in it as well? Uh, maybe. Zombies. Oh, yeah, there were some zombie strippers in the Yeah, the beginning. zombie stripper in the yeah. beginning. That she had pasties on. Yeah. Oh, that's that, right. yeah, that, that was one of the nicest things was the not, not the pasties the whole slow motion intro that was oh yeah you got to see clips that were in the trailer but they were all super slow mo mm-hmm. like what's that Discovery Channel show I mean we're talking like super quality oh, like time warp. Ice, yeah like time warp I mean it was like super yeah. slow motion high quality they burned through a lot of film or digital stuff when they were doing that oh yeah mm-hmm. but it's a good effect yeah it's good it's a good effect but um okay yeah I mean I guess we are gonna kind of cover a topic. We're we're really going to kind of, um, kind of do a little bit of a, of a listener email section because we'd like to address. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of these movies we've we've gotten some good suggestions, and we're going to maybe talk about why we either haven't done some or probably ones we we may not do, and we'll kind of try to explain why our reasoning behind it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, because you know we do appreciate the suggestions, and we wanted to kind of address why we haven't covered some, or also let you know that some of them are on the list. We just haven't gotten there. So, Mackie, you got a comprehensive list there going. Why don't you pick one at random? Okay. Um, we had Trevor who um, suggested The Happening. Okay. Which was a movie from last year by M. Night Shyamalan. 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 Yeah. Which, by all Shyamalan. accounts, is, yes, like truly terrible. M. Night yes. should move along. I've yet... <laughs> You got any more? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Shine, I already sure? said shine my dong. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's by all accounts a truly terrible movie. I've yet to hear a positive review from anybody. Okay, well, a quick poll: Have either of you seen Lady in the Water? No, no, I don't watch M. Okay, Night movies. I'm going to go on record to say maybe I'm the primary reason we haven't done this because mm-hmm. I'm still not over that movie. Yeah, that movie hurt me to my core. Yes, because I think that was also the first movie that um, Paul Giamatti did after winning an Oscar. I think that was his mm-hmm. like follow up shit tastic yes. best that everybody seems to do after, after Sideways. Yeah. yeah. Um and that movie I, there's few movies like I, I usually can find a value in a movie. I mean even these shitty movies that we watch, I don't have that feeling that I had from that movie that I literally wanted to go and punch him in the face and somehow get my two hours back. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like I should be able to repay him by punching him in the face for two hours. That's how bad that movie was. Because I think those are the things that pissed me off the most because he has money. He knows. He knows how to hire people that know how to shoot things that look right. He gets talent, um, but then it's just a colossal waste, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And I don't get it. I just really don't. I mean, his yeah, his stuff been... looks pretty, and then it's just it's just been a constant stream downhill from to me from Unbreakable down. I mean, I didn't hate um, the village or signs. The signs. I mean, I didn't hate hate them. I hated the last ten minutes of Signs. Yes, hate... I'm with you. I love <laughs> love Signs up until that last ten minutes when it's Exposition City and yeah. we're going to spell everything out because you can't figure it out for yourself. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't like it up until. I mean, I didn't love this movie. I just didn't mind it, and I thought it was an interesting take on it. But then it's one of those movies that, like Dark City, like Dark City, mm-hmm. I loved. I was. I. I mean, I. That is the single movie. Where, like, I think I was in that I was so in love with that movie as I was watching it. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a Fight Club Matrix experience for me watching that the first time. And then the last 10 minutes happened, and I fucking hated it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm, 
very rarely have I ever had that feeling with certain certain movies do that. That's versus, the problem with putting a twist in your movie. Yeah, is that can backfire. Sometime, yeah, exactly. And a lot of people that for the village that they felt that that twist was like a that, lot. Like that, one that seems to be the main much. complaint. Yeah, I didn't mind it at all. That one didn't. I mean, I don't think the village is that great a movie, but it, it really was wasn't still... a twist in signs. It was just a dumb, like, just a, it wasn't. It was barely a twist. It was just a dumb way to end a movie like that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, at this point, I don't give a shit. I'm going to spoil this. But, you know, aliens come to Earth and they're allergic to water. Our mm-hmm. fucking planet is 75 percent water. Mm-hmm. You don't. They think have space know that. travel, but it's they don't in the atmosphere you know? at all times. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah. that was just retarded. Yeah, but it wasn't even that. It was just I don't know. So we we already know the the happening behind the happening that was spoiled. Thank God. Yeah. Like first day of. So maybe it wouldn't be as bad knowing that that's coming. I just have a feeling. It's I've a, just heard of so many like stupid bad things and not yeah. in cool ways. Yeah, that just feels like people like, running from wind. I mean, just <laughs> stupid shit like that. Yeah. That I'd rather find a, a a still picture of Zoe Deschanel and just stare at that for two hours. Mm-hmm. I can get behind that. Yeah, but um. Because, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, uh, he, he still hurt me deeply with Lady in the Water. And mm-hmm. it's, and, you know, it, it's one of those movies I feel so predisposed that it's just going to be a five jocks or five, I'm sorry, five bags, like mm-hmm. right off the bat. That it, yeah. it, I mean, if you want to hear his bitch, well, I'm, I'm kind of doing that now. I'll, yeah. I'll just bitch about his career. And it's one of those where our, mind, part of it. our minds are already made up and yeah. chances are the movie's not going to change that. So that's, right. that's why we're not going to watch the happening. Yeah, sadly. Yeah, I just... uh, another one in the similar vein was from Ed, who uh, recommended Salo, which I believe yeah. it's called. Um, <laughs> is it Hundred Days of Sodom? Is like the yeah, that's a was that that's from like the it's, 70s? it's the early seventies. Yeah. It's um, yeah, it's it's kind of like the original Hostel almost. Okay, it's kind of like the whole torture porn thing before that was cool, chic. Yeah, and that's that stuff is definitely not my thing. Right, and apparently Salo goes just as nasty as those do and and in much more psychological ways. And that's just not, it's one of those where I've heard enough about it to know that I never want to see that movie. Yeah. And And it's not even like, it may be good for what it is, you know, but I just, no, no, I'm not putting myself through that. (laughs) So that's like, I'm not, yeah, I'm like not in for hostile or any of those. Cause that, you know, saw and all those movies. Cause really I don't, that's just shit. I don't want to see. Right. Anyway, so that's fine. Regardless of how well made it is, yeah. And I mean, I mean, we're talking. I mean, we do bad movies, and I mean, as uh, controversial as that movie be, may be, I mean, at at worst, it's a Criterion Collection selection. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's out of print now from them. But yeah, that was actually. I mean, one I'm of, not like, saying the that most cri- expensive ones ever. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> saying, is how I know so much about it. I'm not saying that they're they're infallible because they did put out The Rock and Armageddon mm-hmm. as Criterion collections. So it's not that they're always a sign of quality, but you know it, it's at least something to make it onto their list. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, somebody I mean, somebody regards be... it as a real film. Yeah, of course. You know, and it's... No, and I'm not judging any of the how it was made right. or anything. It's just for me the content sure. is something I don't want to experience. And that's fine. Um, some other ones we've got we've got listener Jimmy Jimmy who um actually suggested torque for us, which was one of our, one of our favorite selections. Right. He also sent in, um, pterodactyl starring Coolio. <laughs> that would be a good chance to test the Coolio principle, yeah. but yeah. And it's a sci-fi movie. Too and soon. that's the problem. Too yeah. soon. Yeah. We've we, already been, we've tried once. one sci-fi movie and I, I, I've pretty you much haven't heard that podcast for a reason. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to reserve our, our sci-fi channel original movie for if I, if, and when I can find mega snake. Because I've seen I've seen enough of the middle of that movie that I want to see the rest of it and make fun of it and talk about it. There's just there's some great lines in it, and it's one of the ones that doesn't seem to be on Netflix. Or I'm just waiting for it to rerun on Sci-Fi Channel. To be honest with you, I've been searching. Mega Snake. Yeah. So (laughs) I just had to say that again. Yeah. There's also yeah, but we. I mean, there's also Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, which I I watched the first ten minutes of. Which yeah. And. I don't know. I mean, it, it's... Raptor Island bad, or... It's to me, it's bad. one of those, like, really intentionally cheesy movies. Yeah. And that kind of... It kind of takes the, when the you're, fire out of us. Yeah, when you're in on the joke, it kind of... Yeah. It, you've unsold me Which somewhat. actually kind of brings us to one of our, our next suggestions, which was a more recent one. Um, and then that's The, the Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, that was recommended by Buck. Yeah. Buck uh, 
also suggested a movie called a mega cop, which we would love to watch. And I think I may have mentioned on another episode, Mm -hmm. but, um, I haven't been able to find it. It's out of print and it's not on Amazon. And the only DVDs I've seen on like eBay and everything are region two DVDs, which I may or may not be able to play. I don't know if I have any DVD players that are Mm -hmm. hacked all region or whatever. Yeah, but Last Dragon. Yeah, Last Dragon. Um, oh, well, you want to talk about movies that got me into bad movies, which I think we talked about before. I've, I've seen that easily 50 times. Mm-hmm. I, I own it on DVD. So it's kind of one of those that, like, I don't know what I'd be – at this point, what I'd have left to say about it because yeah. I, it's it's practically a Spaceballs-style movie that, I, I mean, you turn yeah, it on you, and you I said, can say You said yourself you've basically got it memorized yeah, at this point. So. I, I really do. So – Love it, love it. I mean, I think we ought to watch it, but maybe it's not. Yeah, a, that's yeah. that's why I said. I mean, maybe maybe it'll get brought really. up, and uh, you know, because BJ, you haven't seen it, Mackie. You know, I've seen it. It's been a long time since Mackie mm-hmm. said he's seen it, but I don't. You know, I I hadn't seen it for years. Mm-hmm. Popped it in a few months ago, and it was just back. You know, it's yeah. like my Gremlins to you. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like you know, I can, I just know that movie so well mm-hmm. that I don't know what I'd say about it. Yeah, but, but love it. But uh, <laughs> props to Buck for sending us the uh, link to the Black Dynamite trailer. Oh, oh, hell yes. Wow. We just, we have to see that. Yeah. That's, again, <laughs> that's all I, there is I, to I, it. Again, we that, ha- there is no choice. That's not a Banff cast first half kind of movie because that's it on the joke. That is a spoof movie. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's played up straight faced, but it it knows what it is. It's yeah. a, it's an homage slash spoof movie to the exploitation. But we're, we're going to see it. But damn, what an awesome trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they got all the details right in making that oh, yeah. trailer. Oh, yeah. It looks like, if the trailer is any indication, which it should be, it looks like they got all the details right making the movie in general. Because mm-hmm. it looks, sounds, and feels just right. Yeah, I don't know if I like, um, I mean, because we watched two different trailers. One makes it look like a modern-day, you know, well-filmed, uh, high-quality movie, mm-hmm. and the other one was really grainy. The and, Red Band mm-hmm. one is fantastic. Like, I like the Red Band one a you lot you like better that? because that looks like exactly like a 70s trailer. So, yeah. yeah. That's the thing is, like, I'm, I'm torn because, like, I feel like we've done that. Like, we, we, we've done Grindhouse. We did uh, another movie we need to mention here in a minute, but Kill Bill. We've done those things where they, yeah. they make the movie and they make them look like that time period. I'm... I... I, I I get that. I mean, I, I understand making it look like that, but I, I'm okay with it being like that, but looking good too. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to look. Yeah. You think I think it's going to look like I, the first trailer. Okay. Yeah. They, I'm okay. They with that. dirtied it up for that trailer, but yeah. that's cool. It, it works. Yeah. I think it works better. I think like do the trailer like that, like they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But have the movie look good. Just yeah. keep it. And it looks like they filmed it, you know, all in the same style, just with you know updated with better sure. cameras. Mm-hmm. Is pretty much what it looks like if they had if they took you know like a. I don't know any of the brands of, or names of any of the cameras that they use now, but if right. they took one from 2009 and took it back to 1974 right. and made the movie, that's mm-hmm. what it would be. Yeah, I don't. I mean, okay I don't want to. I don't want to buy a you know thousand dollar digital SLR and and have an effect that makes it look like 1974 Polaroid film. Right. You know. Right. I mean, that's a nice effect to be able to do. Do I want to shoot all my pictures that way or have a whole steady stream of them? No. Mm-hmm. It's like right. it's neat to see that you can do it, but. We right. know what it looked like. Right. You know, if you were yeah. there or you've seen them. Unless you know. you're, you know, taking a picture that is supposed to look that way, <laughs> sure. you know, but, um, yeah, like I said, it's just, it feels gimmicky. It's like, it's like going to the right. theme parks and getting your, your, um, you know, your sepia Western picture thing done. You right. Know, the like, old time photo. Yeah. It's like, mm, okay. See, I don't mind a trailer like that, but yeah, <laughs> that would get fatiguing over exactly. the course of an entire movie. Yeah. Speaking of black exploitation movies, uh, Walmart right now has, uh, in their giant Benno $5 stuff, they have, uh, like a mega pack of black exploitation movies that I'm going to pick Excellent. up next time I'm over. Like, like, like ones bucks. you've heard of or just um I, a couple I've heard of. I think okay. they had like a like dolomite in there, Excellent. you know. Nice. So um next time I'm in the Walmart with a with $5 to spare, I'm going to pick that shit right up. You see, some nice. of those are actually really good movies too. Yeah. I mean Superfly is actually a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. I think I think Superfly was, of course, it was like the soundtrack is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Two or three DVDs in in one set. Yeah, and the like first shaft, bucks. the first shaft is actually a pretty you good movie. You damn right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it went downhill with most sequels do, but you know. right. Yeah. Um what else? Uh we had one more. One more that we've got on the list. Uh Anthony McDonald, who's one of our Facebook fans. Uh, wrote Tactical Assault, starring Robert Patrick and a fat Rucker Hauer. Okay. I would go on record to say that's one we're not opposed to seeing. No, we're going to get all. to that one. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to mention it. Since. Okay. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'll let the cat out of the bag. I've been wanting to do a Rutger Hauer movie, mm-hmm. but it's not that one. I mean, I, right. I, I'm not opposed to seeing that at all, but yeah. I, 
in that same time period as the robot jocks and things like that, I remember uh, an alien ripoff movie of Radker Howard's called Split Second. Mm-hmm. And I've been dying to see it again because I saw okay. it once in the theater when I was probably about 12, when I probably shouldn't have because every once in a while, if it was mostly an action movie, my mom would let me get away with seeing a mm-hmm. radar movie, yeah. which I believe this was. But this was like, uh, but even before Species and Mimic and all those, this was like about three or four or five years before that. And yeah. Oh God, I really want to see this movie again. Cause I okay. remember like, I have like this, I come in peace vibe coming off of it. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I'm just dying to see it. Yeah. So we'll probably watch that one before we watch Tactical yeah. Assault, but we will watch Tactical Assault. Which brings me point. to, um, Ed suggested undefeatable, which was the movie in question that Netflix was supposed to send us for this week. Mm-hmm. So but it never showed up. I'm going, well, like I said, they skipped a, a level in the queue. Maybe it was mm-hmm. temporarily unavailable at that point in time. But when I went in later that day and checked to see why we didn't get that notice, uh, it said it was available now. So I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. So that's they at the top lie. of the queue. I'm going to throw this movie in the computer possibly yeah. and make yeah. a quick little copy and then get the undefeatable on the way here. But that'll be our, uh, that'll be our first Cynthia Rothrock. <laughs> movie excellent nice which uh as he said undefeatable you must watch undefeatable good lordy it is bad and that was that was his twitter okay and and i've heard about it from other sources yeah we also had uh there's one from natasha had legend of bloody mary truly awful on all levels with a 2.3 on imdb when she emailed it it was like from 2008 Hmm. so we might but that's one you know I don't know. That just doesn't sound like it would have any awesome in it anywhere. You know, it would just I'm, be flat out bad. I'm not going to lie. As far as like childhood rumors, that one always freaked me out. Yeah. Going into the bathroom. Yes. Looking in the mirror. Because it was yes. the easiest one to make happen. Um, I never Better tried. Better Candyman. No, no, no. Never tried. Was it, <laughs> I, is it three I, times? I honestly yeah. catch myself. I still go into the bathroom and like will reach around the corner and turn the light on before I go into the bathroom. I know I'm not going to say it. I know I'm not going to do it. It's just like I still catch myself. Was it you had to do it in the dark? Yes, okay, yeah. Yeah. in the dark. Um, I, still can, I still catch there myself. She is. It's like, it's okay, like, that's... it's like, it's like a, 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 the irrational fear of raptors. I, mm-hmm. I kind of have yeah. this. I, I just realized when he said you turn on the light and there she is. I had the image of fl- flipping on the light and seeing her in the mirror, and it, it freaks me out too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm no, a no, big no, pussy. No, so no, yeah, no, someone told me you we're too see, scared to do. No that one, someone told me that you could see her in the dark. That I, I don't remember the flip on the light thing. No. That that was a thing. Like she was a ghostly thing that would come out of the mirror. I also heard it that like people did it and they didn't actually see her. They just would like flip on the light and they'd have scratches all over their face. You know, yeah. shit like that. It, it's told. Yeah. It's an urban legend. You know? I'm a big well, pussy. Internet. Apparently, there apparently in our minds, this is scarier than the actual movie. Is. I'm sure it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is. But anyway, um. Wasn't there one about it? Like it ended up like the the tooth fairy was the. Wasn't there a horror movie from a few years ago? Like something like the evil tooth fairy. I this uh, I this think goes I'm somewhere sure in the back was. of my head. I'm sure there was. I don't know. They, they it was like literally they were running out of horror movie scripts like, um, since Scream. Yeah. The, uh, who suggested beer for my horses? That was also Buck. That was Buck. Yes, okay. that was also Buck. And um, that was one we almost watched uh, the week we watched Quick and the Undead, right. but we realized we had watched a. Music Star Vanity Project the week before. Right. Right. So that's Which is why. what I, I, he got a personal response on that one because I felt mm-hmm. kind of bad because we were right there. It was Netflix. It was HD. It was Toby, we will, Toby we, Keith and the Nuge. I yeah, was like, we will oh. be, we will be watching yes. that one. Though. I'm kind of excited about watching a dead Nuge movie. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's <laughs> definitely <laughs> there. Um, I'm trying to think of, I mean, I, I've been personally handed ones, uh, I've gotten I've gotten like less so much suggestions as like things people know we've seen, mm-hmm. like like um, yeah, like I think someone asked us to talk about like the Fast and the Furious movies, of which I think I've seen the first and the second one, so I'm not much of an expert on that. Series. I've seen the first one. Yeah, I've I w- seen, I want to see Tokyo Drift. I've seen about ten minutes of the first and the second one. Yeah, I mean I I don't have much of a take on it. It 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 fills a need. The I mean, second, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, the second one I refuse to see because of its name. Too fast, you fury. That just is that, offends me. Is that like Tron? Tron? Tron 2? Tron? That just offends me. Tron, that's it. You know what I put in my car? What? Diesel. Anyway. Thank you, Internet. Yeah. Those movies Those movies are... They Yeah. They they fill a niche. I yeah. Mean, they, they do. I mean, it's basically point break in cars mm-hmm. is what the first one is. Oh. I don't know what the other ones it's are. It's car porn. I mean, that's speak. what it is. 
It's a movie. It's it's car porn, and it's, it's like, it's, hey, test your subwoofer stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's like Torque was was biker mm-hmm. porn. It was bike yeah. porn. So yeah. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, what else? Uh, someone, oh, someone else asked us about uh the 1980. Well, I think they said 80s, but it is actually 1980. Flash Gordon. Um, yeah, which you've seen multiple times, haven't you? I own it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I love that one. Um. That's one of those ones, like, most people say that's a bad movie. It's not. It's made precisely how it needed to be made. Mm-hmm. It is to Grindhouse what Grindhouse was. I mean, it, yeah. it is making a modern movie based on something as cheesy as 1920s and 1930s sci-fi movies. Mm-hmm. Well, first a comic strip and then really bad serial movies. Yeah. And on that level, it succeeds greatly. And it's got a kick-ass soundtrack. If you like Queen. Yeah. Which, well, I, <laughs> which some people don't. Yeah. Man. Those people being me. Those people hate freedom. So And America. I love Flash Gordon. I bought the, the super crazy Alex Ross cover version. Good and, for you. And love it. Good for you. Mm-hmm. So that's it. I, I don't yeah. know. That's a quick breakdown. <laughs> yeah. Some of the suggestions we've gotten that we haven't either done or... I mean, some people have sent, uh, you know, lengthy emails with multiple suggestions. Uh we appreciate those, and I think on a couple of occasions we have stolen or plan to steal again from some of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still got some good John P. suggestions that were yes, we do. on the list. One of them is from the, way one of them is the one that's in the mail, but I just yeah. I, I don't feel it's the right time yet. No, but it, it, got to save that bomb before we drop it. Exactly, <laughs> strategery. Yep. And to any of you, uh, any longtime Bamfcast listeners, there was a movie that I couldn't remember the name of like oh, yeah. twenty podcasts ago. Uh, basically two hologram f- things fighting each other. And courtesy of our movie this week, I've discovered that it is called Arena. If you have a copy, let me know. I would like to have it, please. It's man versus monster. Man versus monster. Yeah. Babylon 5's Christ, uh, Christina yeah. Christian, or whatever her name is. Uh, Dr. Claudia, Claudia Christian. Claudia Christian. Claudia Dr. Christian. Girlfriend, yes. Dr. Girlfriend was in Arena, and that's well, that was our six degrees right there. Mm-hmm. There you go. So... Thanks, Banffcast, for, uh, for for digging that <laughs> one up. Jogged for me. your memory. Yes. So, if you have a copy, uh, please uh, let us know mm-hmm. so that uh, I can get a copy going my way. Yeah. Because I must see that movie again. And it's out of print. Actually, I don't think it was ever officially on DVD. Yeah, it doesn't look yeah. like it. I don't. If you have a VHS copy, I'll dub it for me, and I'll you know. Yeah. Do we? Wanna... I will send you something out of my personal collection. <laughs> nice. <laughs> send him a piece of the beard. Yeah, I, I might. No. Chunk. I'll send you a little, you know, a, a little lock of beard. <laughs> no. Um, do we want to talk about the Tarantino question? Right. Yeah, I, I, I said briefly. Um, I believe Buck, in, in, in also asking about, uh, or suggesting Omega Cup, asked why when we talked about uh, Inglorious Bastards, we did not mention Kill Bill. It just kind of slipped our minds. I mean... Yeah. Um, to me, it doesn't fit in as a Tarantino movie. I mean, I know it's like what most people know him for now, which is kind of strange. Like most people, like when you talk Tarantino, they talk Kill Bill for some reason. Really? I've noticed that lately. Is that his uh, like Big Lebowski effect or something? Is that? I like think a... it's kind of like that. Because to me, in my opinion, Tarantino movies are all about the dialogue. Right. Which is why I dislike Death Proof so much, because I thought the dialogue was very lacking. But the thing about Kill Bill is Kill Bill is not at all about the dialogue. The only really good good speech, you know, slash dialogue that you get is at the very, very end of the second one. Which is actually the part I like the least. Really? I, I actually really... Is, is, you know, the whole Superman speech oh, and all I know. that stuff. I, I mean, that... Yeah, you know, the that David, stuff the David was Carradine great. speech. That stuff was great. I just... But, um, I know that they were shot as one long, giant movie. I just... I really didn't enjoy this Volume 2 as much. I mean, I loved Volume 1. Like, I mean, when that came out, I was like, give me Volume 2 now. Yeah. And... I just thought Volume Two was boring for the most part. I kind of feel the same way. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, it was it was made more as almost like a, I don't know. It's like part of it is a western, and yeah. the other part is like the superhero training stuff, which is usually not the fun part of superhero movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is to me. Yeah, but not. But in that one, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, so much of that was. I, I that's I liked the training part, and I liked the the you know the six inch punch out of the mm-hmm. coffin kind of thing, but. Yeah, I mean, like everything else, and I mean, and the um, it was the Daryl Hannah fight in the trailer mm-hmm. where they just fucked the trailer up. <laughs> like yeah. that. I mean, that stuff was fun. Like the action was still kind of fun, but um, yeah, I mean, 
Like those long no. bouts of dialogue just did nothing for me. And yeah. like I said, uh, this is coming from someone who liked Death Proof, and mm-hmm. maybe that maybe that like geared me to got me ready for maybe. it. But I mean, I just I was bored. Well, tears. I think the thing is is that the the big fight, what is it, House of a Thousand Leader, or whatever the hell it's called, with the big fight where she kills all the dudes. Oh, the crazy that, the crazy eighty eights fight. Yeah, yeah, the crazy eighty eights fight is like basically the climax of the movie. You know, it's like everything and it's in the middle, it's near the end of the first one. Right. And so that's kind of like everything afterwards almost feels like a letdown because you're waiting for that big scene like that to come up in the second one and it never does. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much I like about the the first half. I mean, the waking up out of the coma, wiggle your toe. I mean, Mm -hmm. as as weird and strange as slow as that was, I liked all that. I loved the breaking into the anime part, Mm -hmm. you know, the over in backstory and yeah stuff. it's like he does like, all I the crazy all crazy good stuff that's the thing is all the crazy stuff is in volume yeah. one and volume two is a very straight on movie mm-hmm. there's very little of the complete craziness stuff other than you know the you know the subtitled dialogue which obviously that comes more into play when you get into inglorious bastards for sure but um yeah i don't, I don't know, know. I, just, I, I mean it's, it just didn't didn't work as well i think yeah, yeah. I, I i own both of them and i've watched them more than once and i like them i just you know, generally speaking, I think I would put in volume one, maybe put that on the background, not two. I mean, I think yeah. I probably watched it one more time on, on DVD just to see if I was in a bad mood or something yeah. when I watched it. But to me, they're just like, they're a different, they're a different movie than the other ones. Mm-hmm. As far as his, you know, his, his overall yeah, they movie don't, art they goes, don't, yeah, they, they don't, don't really have a, they don't really on. fit in to, to me. Yeah. And that's why they kind of got, you know, pushed to the back. Because, you know, c- comparing Inglorious Bastards, it's very much in tone similar to his earlier movies. Yeah. I mean, so, we even kind of skipped over. We didn't talk much about Jackie Brown, even. I mean, yeah. I think we mentioned that exists, but <laughs> I don't... I and don't, that I like it more than most people do. Yeah. But. but yeah, and we definitely, definitely skipped his, his participation in uh, Four Rooms, which... Yeah. Don't I, bother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole movie is not that great, and honestly, his part quite possibly may be the worst, mm-hmm. sadly. But... Yeah. But, I mean, we like Kill Bill. It just, you know, didn't enter the discussion because it's a different type of movie than the other ones are. Aye, aye. Right. So, there, we've talked Kill Bill. Yeah. yeah and, we, and there's lots of Tarantino stuff we didn't talk about. Mm-hmm. I mean, his writing and, and uncredited writing stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. I mean, because we, we didn't talk true romance, and that might as well be a Tarantino yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about it because we didn't want to. <laughs> Him and the Alias, his CSI episodes, yeah. and all that stuff. His, uh... ER episode, which is one of the finest episodes of yes. ER of all Actually, time. Actually, yes, that was a very are you, good episode. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you at all. He no, did an awesome episode of ER. I got to find it. Was it in the first season? It was very it was early It was still on. George Clooney time. Yeah, mm. it was very early in the series. I, I, I loved that episode. I mean, had a, one of the only like times you'll ever see or hear a Beatles song on like our television. Is uh, There's a scene where um, Juliana Margulies' character is singing to her baby. She sings uh, her baby Blackbird. You know, from the Beatles, and it's just a beautiful scene. Hmm. But anyway, yeah. So we know our Tarantino. We just forgot Kill Bill temporarily. The, the, those guys know their Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he wrote TV shows. I didn't know about that. Yeah. I'm stupid. Sorry. Now you know, and knowing is half the battle. The other half: red lasers and, and blue, blue lasers. lasers. Yeah. Pew 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 pew. So yeah, I think yeah. We've, <laughs> we've covered been... covered enough in the second half. I would say so. So wake up, turn off your MP3 player, and <laughs> skip on to the next track because we'll be back again. Mm-hmm. Feed, you want to tell us how they can get into contact with us? Why, sure I do. Thank you. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can check us out at the Twitters at BMFCast. You can check us out on iTunes, the Bad Movie Fiends podcast. Rate us. Give us a review. Five stars. You can check us out also on the Facebook or you can check us out at our lovely, semi-recently redesigned, beautiful website, bmfcast.com. So send us your, your comments, your questions, your movie suggestions. We're happy to take all comers. And uh, maybe you'll get a teeny tiny reward. Check yep. it out. Here and there. Here and there. We still have some things to give out. And I still owe some people from way back stuff because, well, with the site redesign, I thought I lost some email and realized where I kept them. So <laughs> Sorry, right. guys. We're just naturally lazy. We can admit yeah. it. Some of us. Yes. 
No, all of us. Yeah, I know. yeah, yeah. Pretty much all of There's us. There's no. We watch yeah. movies. I mean, Jesus. It's yeah. The art that requires the least yeah. amount of work. It's hard enough talking <laughs> about them afterwards. You know? I can't <gasps> remember the last time any of us made our own food. Yeah, food. So there so anyway. you go. All right. Well, yeah. That, I think that'll probably do it for this week's episode twenty-seven. Yay! Yeah. So thanks for checking us out again. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm the Beach. That's Bamcast out. Fucking boat on. Shisha shoulder, hey. One star. We're in.